You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You're listening to The Chris and Joe Show, presented to you by SB Nation and Big Blue View. I'm Joe DeLeon, joined by Chris Flum, as always, and just like after any Giants football game, we are providing you with our quick takes and reactions to the game. This game that we're going to be giving you our reactions to is another loss for the New York Giants, their fifth straight as they fell on Monday Night Football, 37-18 to the Dallas Cowboys. And you could argue that this loss was the result of a jinx from a black cat that came out during halftime. There was some speculation who was going to jinx, and it just so happened to be the Giants. Yeah, yeah, it ran out across from the uh, or across the Cowboys bench, across the field into the end zone, and it the Giants scored approximately what three points after that, six points after that. I think I think the black cat definitely crossed the Giants' path there. <laughs> yeah, the it was six points that they ended up scoring in the rest of that game. So it, it ultimately was the jinx for them, if if you believe in that or not. Um, <laughs> you know, take stock of whatever you can here because there's not a much that Giants fans can really cling on to with the lack of a performance that they had tonight. At least we got football cat out of it. <laughs> At least we got fo- football cat and get to be on the side of uh, a reoccurring uh, meme that's coming out of it. But like always, like we do, we give you the positives and negatives, the quick mental reactions that we have after watching the game and the first one positive that we have is getting Saquon into space always tends to work so they they struggled to get him going on the ground as they only averaged two yards per carry but he was able to have a huge catch and run off of a what seemed like a design dump off for 65 yards so always consistency in knowing that Saquon Barkley can pick up those huge plays and be instant offense and essentially help out the Giants whenever they're in desperate need of it. Yeah, definitely. That's pretty much what he excels at. It's taking routine plays and just out-athleting elite athletes and turning them into, you put it perfectly, instant offense. It, for I think for most other running backs, most offensive players, that is about maybe a 12, 15-yard play. The Giants had some good blocking upfield, but there were unblocked guys who could have made the tackle. Except Saquon Barkley did Saquon Barkley things, turned on the Jets, and almost scored a touchdown on the play. Yeah, it really is nice to see that if the Giants are in a bit of a bind offensively, which they were at that point in the time, which was they were not able to move the ball overly effectively through the air at a consistent clip. They weren't able to have any explosion plays at that time, and they also were not having any success in running the ball up the middle. So having Saquon Barkley and being able to just dish it out to him, allow him to make those plays and get upfield, it, it, it is nice to see that that is always a reoccurring 
asset for the Giants. Yeah, they didn't have much else this game, so it felt like that catch and run might have been a turning point in the game, but they just couldn't capitalize. Not being able to capitalize is something we're going to address in the negatives, as I'm sure you are probably expecting that we are going to discuss that. But the second and final positive that we had was Daniel Jones and his mobility. And he actually excelled this game. We actually got to see him do some design runs, some read option. And also he was more efficient in tucking and running when available options were not there. He did have a fumble on one of those runs, but he still had 54 rushing yards. And it is also apparent that he can create an extra level of depth to the offensive play calling. Yeah, and I think that's something the Giants should look to exploit against, at at the very least, their division rivals. The Cowboys, the Eagles, the Redskins, they're used to playing the Giants with Eli Manning at quarterback. And you can sort of see them more or less forget about the quarterback when they play the Giants with Daniel Jones. And you don't want to use him as your primary running threat. He's a good athlete, but he is not Lamar Jackson. He is not Kyler Murray. And the Giants also don't want to take a chance on exposing him to too many hits. The long-term consequences of having a quarterback who is basically also your running back. But in these circumstances, on design runs, zone reads, when the Giants' normal running game isn't working like it has been, or rather, like it hasn't been lately. Him being able to pick up these yards, get the force the opposing defense to pay for turning their back to him, that is an asset for the Giants' offense and something they need to take advantage of. Daniel Jones is certainly not Lamar Jackson or Michael Vick or Kyler Murray and being uber-athletic, but it is nice to see that the Giants have that in their arsenal, and they did not really use... Actually, they didn't use anything like that at all. They didn't run any read option or any design runs at all until this point in the season, and it actually worked to very high success because the Cowboys came out with an an exact intent to stop the run and force Daniel Jones to essentially win the game for them. Obviously, Daniel Jones didn't have a stellar performance and he wasn't able to win the game, but those design runs worked against the defense that was selling out to stop Saquon Barkley. So down the road the rest of the season and going into the next few seasons and hopefully into the future of Daniel Jones' career, it can be used as a reoccurring weapon. Not something you use 10 times a game, but two to three times just to catch a defense off guard that is so desperate to stop one of the best young running backs in the NFL. It can be used to extend drives, keep the offense on the field, and give defense is just more things to think about put more possibilities in their collective mind which will slow them down it will slow down the pass rush and it might just open things up for the other offensive players it might create some room over the middle for evan ingram or golden tate it might force defenses to look other places and maybe open things up for saquon barkley when jones doesn't pull the ball So it's at least something the Giants should look at using, like you said, a couple times a game, pick their spots, but at least use it. Up next, we're going to be discussing the negatives from the game, and as any loss, there are going to be significant negatives that come from it. But before we do that, we're going to take a very short commercial break. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is 
you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. So like I said before the break, we have negatives that need to be acknowledged. And once we do our film breakdown and get to look at the tape, we'll probably be able to go deeper in some more pressing issues like things like pass protection and the turnovers for the Giants offense. But the the things that were easily noticeable were the Giants' lack of ability to finish drives and capitalize on turnovers. So the first thing that comes to mind is on the very first play of the game, Antoine Bethea has an incredible interception off of Dak Prescott. Giants get the ball with a layup opportunity to score a touchdown, and they only get a field goal out of it. Too many field goals were kicked in this game, too many red zone opportunities that did not result in seven points. And the final example that I was able to kind of pull here was that Cody Latimer had that great kick return, and then eventually that drive was extended because of a late hit on Daniel Jones. That inevitably ended in a field goal, if I'm correct. So just no touchdowns, not enough scoring. If you're getting yourself in the position that's positive, that looks good, that you're able to be productive on offense, but you need to finish those drives. Yeah. When we were talking in our preview, we said that the Giants needed to finish drives in the end zone. They couldn't settle for field goals against the Dallas offense if they wanted to keep pace. They were going to have to score touchdowns. They were going to have to take advantage of their opportunities. And they just didn't in this game. And Dallas gave them plenty of opportunities. They did not play a good game. They've had a ton of miscues. You know, you mentioned they started the game off with an interception. I think Prescott just saw Michael Gallup manned up on DeAndre Baker and decided before the ball was snapped that he was going to try to pick on the rookie and just never saw Antoine Bethea just standing there at the line of scrimmage. And all he had to do was basically like play a game of hot potato and jump up and catch the ball. The Cowboys gave the Giants plenty of chances. This game was, this was a five point game with 11 minutes left. And the Giants just couldn't capitalize on those opportunities. You said it perfectly because we spoke upon this in the preview show for a period of time. And that was that this Cowboys offense is capable of moving the ball in large chunks because of the playmakers they have and how good their offensive play calling has been with Kellen Moore being able to stop an offense like that, you need to force turnovers, which they were able to do, which is incredible. And, and it's something that they've not been great at doing against good offenses. But once you force those turnovers, you need to score points off of them because they're, they're essentially useless. 
You're just wasting time on the clock and then giving the ball right back to the offense. So something like that that we emphasized did not happen in this game. And ultimately, that was really a huge negating factor for the Giants. The final negative that we have, and it's something that tends to be on and off from week to week, and it's rookie mistakes and missed assignments for the Giants' defense. So the first and obvious one was a blown coverage. It was a large, a long touchdown in which DeAndre Baker, for some reason, was in zone, and the remaining defensive backs were in man. So a mistake like that really cost the Giants on a play. And you know, that's something we've noticed a fair amount from Baker. He shows flashes of having a pretty good upside as a cover corner, but just the communication breakdowns and the coverage breakdowns on the back end, we keep seeing those show up week after week. And you know, we've saying been saying all along that yeah, you know, issues aren't really bad for rookies unless they don't get corrected. Well, I we're starting to get to the point where these problems should have been corrected for Baker. Yeah, when when do you really get to that point where you have to be concerned because we're starting to approach that, that we're nine games into the season and we have not seen any major improvement from Baker. Now they've been a bit more consistent in getting him into some press situations. And we actually saw a handful more press situations in this game. And I think that has helped them at times, but a missed assignment is just a mental mistake and a mental lapse that you cannot be making, especially if you're a rookie that's trying to improve the other play that had a ton of mistakes in it was that the Blake Jarwin touchdown mostly because they couldn't finish and tackle on Dak Prescott but there were a number of missed tackles and poor angles on it as well yeah I'm still not sure what Janoris Jenkins was doing on that play it almost looked like he got the hook or something just something around his waist and he just could not bring himself to get in Blake Jarwin's way yeah he was not really willing to make any uh, major effort to tackle him and a ton of missed tackles led to that touchdown so those two major plays are, are really epitomized the game and put it into full perspective here of, of exactly how the night went was giving up major plays so we're going to take some time to look at the tape tomorrow morning and then we're going to break down things for you in our deep dive show obviously because it's Monday Night Football we're not going to be getting that show out to you on Tuesday but we'll likely, uh, Tuesday morning rather, we'll likely be getting that to you a little bit later than we typically do. That being said, folks, thank you for tuning in. Be sure to rate and subscribe wherever you're listening to us, as well as following us on social media at Big Blue View, at Joe DeLeon, D E L E O N E, and at Raptor MKII. Thank you for tuning in. Support for this show comes from Wix Studio. Designers and devs, you might be able to do your thing better on Wix Studio, a web platform with everything you need to deliver bespoke sites hyper-efficiently. Design teams get a ton of smart features that can take the grind out of web creation without it costing per-pixel control. Dev teams, you get a zero-setup, developer-first environment, combined with an AI code assistant and your preferred IDE for rapid deployment. Search Wix Studio today to explore the full range of features. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. 
Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.